here we are after the game. Um, you know, if you guys go back to our pregame uh, recording, there you're gonna see that you know if uh, you know shit wasn't going well, I wasn't gonna make it into this room and to Mike. Um, to say that it go well, a little bit of an understatement. I'm uh, you know a lot of emotions here right now. Uh, I'll let you take the lead here, and I'll uh, probably jump in. I I don't know where to pin. I. I... I think just logically, I'm going to work it like we always do with the Habs. We're going to start in the net, and we're going to work outwards. Carey Price was not the problem. Carey Price is not the problem. Carey Price is going to be the problem. Everyone who thinks Carey Price is overrated and overpaid, like it, it, say whatever you want. Yes, he's not the number one goal in the league. He is a bit overpaid. He was absolutely not. He hasn't been the issue. Um... You can't... He's overpaid in the sense that any goalie over 7.5 is overpaid, in my opinion. Ba I mean, well, that, that's it. it. I'll put it to 85. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't see the point in paying goaltenders like 10 and a half no, million dollars. But, like, the, but that's beyond the point. Like, he played he played fine today. Yeah, it, again, he's not the problem. I, I just... Even I was so bad. This, this, is, this is where my point is, okay? What happens... If he only let in one goal, we lose, and we that, lose. that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting to. It, like after I'm just saying, he. I feel so bad for this goalie. Um, I feel bad too because I feel like Jake Allen's gonna get a start next game. I think like they're literally. No, I don't think that they're. No, I, I literally think Ducharme is that incompetent at this point. I, I, this is. We're gonna. I, I'm gonna keep that back to the end. Actually, actually, um, that was obviously like not completely serious. I don't think Jake Allen's gonna play in the elimination game, but. Yeah, I gotta go right to the event. Um, I have to take it one by one. Sherrod and Weber, no complaints really, but not as physical as I would have, you know, liked to have seen them. Yeah. And that's the only reason they're together. Kulak and Merrill. Kulak played fine. Merrill, don't not know why noticeable. he's in. Never noticeable. Should be Romanov. Barely ever see him on the Just ice. Just should be Romanov through and through. Edmondson. Not a big factor. I had our best scoring chance of the night. I'm just saying. I'm just saying something. And I'm actually leaving Jeff P out for after. I'm. I have. I'm gonna go into him in a minute. Now forwards. Take, take my line again. I'm leaving Gallagher to the side. All Deno and Tatar. Very mediocre tonight. Yeah. Suzuki, Caulfield, and Armia. Or and Toffoli. Very mediocre tonight. I was. I was excited. And for those who listen to. Uh, podcast where I said Byron caught Kaminiemi Anderson is a line that I'd love to see. We saw about three shifts and they jumbled the lines up. Yeah. Um, so not much I can even see there. And then, then the last line, all Perry and Army didn't notice much physicality. So I, there's two guys I really want to talk about. Petrie on the defense and Gallagher on offense. So who, who do you want to start with, basically? Well, we'll, we'll take one. Uh, take your, your pick. I'm on Petrie. Lucky. Yeah. You you can start there. Yeah. Start with Gallagher. Okay, so as we said in the previous you know pre pre game, and, and you guys have been hearing us talk a little bit, you know, Gallagher's def definitely not our percent. I mean, he even took a a puck off the hand, and you know, going on the bench, he's looking at it. You know, he took his glove off, look at his hand, and um, you know, he's clearly not a hundred percent. It's just tough to see a guy like this. He's just not playing his game. He's like. He's not going to the front of the net. I'm assuming to avoid the slashes to the hand. And 
um, or potentially a puck from the point. Um, it's just difficult to see. He's really not effective, like uh, playing this position. I don't know where else to put him. I mean, I, I think just keep him down there is basically their only move. You're not gonna, you're not gonna scratch Brennan again. Like um, everyone else who's playing offense is like sl playing slightly better than him. Like not, not significantly enough that scratch him. You know what I mean, like no, like no, there's no forward on the ice tonight that I was like, oh, he's having a good game. Exactly. You know? And let me Cough, just like, like, like even Albert Caulfield. Not a great game. No, like not. Let, good. let me just ask you though, just to see. Let's say you're the coach, coach of the Canadian, and you really, really want to kind of kind of Gallagher. It's tomorrow, tomorrow, the day off. You guys are, you know, just doing a light skate. What do you say to him to get him going? Not like motivationally, but I'm saying, what do you ask of him? Because there's only one thing that comes to mind for me. Well, right, right. What I tell him is basically he needs to rally the troops. I mean, like he's he's. And I'm saying, how do you want him to do that? How do I want him to do that? He's got to go to the front of the net. That's exactly but, but again, like I, I think it's, it's, it's. I think they know that, but the, the point is, I, I think you know the team and the organization as a whole has has kind of prioritized his hand and said like you're not going to the front of the net. Uh, right, and it just it doesn't work. I know he's not useful beyond that. He's not. He's not a skill player. He's not meant to be with the, the puck. No, he's a pest in front of the net, and uh, no. it's painful to see. Like I said. Let's yeah. go to Petrie. Petrie, um, a lot more to talk about. Yeah, I have to say, I, I think the theme too. Well, that's I'm, I'm almost hoping he's not as an excuse. The, the the two reasons I also bring up Petrie and Gallagher are because these are two guys that the team invested in in by some extensions a year basically before they became free agents. This just was saying like we know you guys are like it. So we're gonna we're gonna basically jump down here a little bit, you know? Because I'm not even gonna say that this would affect their salary, but, but this would possibly, you know, not greatly, but, you know, Gallagher signed to six and a half mil, you know, after a playoffs like, like this, and look, the playoffs aren't over, but I'm saying after showing this and the, the injury, that gives you negotiating power, you might, you know, he, he was already criminally underpaid per NHL standards, but you know what, that might be the difference between six million and, and six and a half million, that, that 500k can go, go distribute other places. Uh, same thing for Petru. Petru is about, I think it's six and a quarter, right? Like, is he over a six million dollar defenseman the way he's been playing the last half the, the season? Why not? Not, 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 not? Half, but I'll just finish your point. Yeah, so anyway, where, where to begin with Petru? I, I gotta split it up into basically three. Offense, defense, and special teams. Offensively, Petru was, was someone who became... A staple in our offense. He also became someone to lean on, who was stepping up in big games. He's been offensively completely absent for I don't even know how long. Like I, like, I really don't know. Like how, how many games now is it with without a goal or let alone a check point? That. Let me yeah, while that you look that up, I'm gonna talk about defensively. Like he's actually a like a liability yeah. now. Like, like well, we, 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 we that's it. And and we basically we talked about how he's a neutral. In terms of defense and a plus positively, uh, plus when it comes to offense, he's like an ability playing defense lately, and he's a problem. Then special teams, um, not only is he non-factor, but he's giving up the puck, he's breaking plays, he's making bad passes, and he doesn't kill penalties. So, like, I don't understand why he's 
being given this much responsibility and it's already starting to look like a bad investment unfortunately like this is you, you know people can say what they, they want like you're not you're not investing in players for the regular, regular season yeah, yeah I do, I, I, i'm laughing here a little bit because i just looked at the stat it's far worse than you think how bad is it so he has one goal in guess how many games 20 he has one one goal in his last 34 games Oh my god, there was only 56 games in the yeah. season. No, that, that's like, I, I'm like, I just, I, I, I recounted that twice. Yeah. Because I like, that couldn't be. But he has 12, 12 goals, and he has one in the last 34. That's, that's absolutely insane. Like, that's... When uh, was his last point, though? Like, really, when was... His last point was May 8th against Toronto. It was an assist. His last goal was May 1st against Ottawa, but then before that, it was um, March 13th. Unbelievable. So, so nothing in April. Nothing in April. Nothing in May. And now, here's, here's what I was saying. You, you invest in these guys, like the you know the veterans and the guys who are you know going to be just kind of like core pieces you don't invest in them specifically for the regular season like looking at edmonton for example like like what do you do connor yeah. mcdavid had a f- top five all-time uh point points great but you're uh, paying the guy that might do win trophies for himself exactly that, but that's it is like it it doesn't matter. Like yeah. the regular season again, again. Like this takes like the perfect example of like whatever happens in the regular season doesn't matter because you know what? You know what? To have a great year, year hasn't been goal yet. Yeah. Petrie was on pace at the beginning to be a Norris candidate. He was our point leader. He was our point leader. There you go. Doesn't mean anything. Uh-huh. Um, well, the, the striking fact, you know, TSN said tonight was that. Well, it's, it's actually not striking because of how many, how, how few goals. We have four goals in, in, in four games, okay? But none of our defense have recorded a point yet. I mean, it's yeah. Like, uh, and they also mentioned that in the last 24 games, 17 of them, the Habs have scored two or less goals. Yeah. That's just unacceptable in today's, like, no, NHL. Can't win. No. You can't, you can't be scoring under two goals in a game and expect to win. It doesn't matter who your goalie is. Um, yeah, it's like we said, you know, if Price let in one, would have been the same result. Well, that's it, and it's also like, let's say the very best goalie in the league is about 93%, what's 93% of 30? Well, it's definitely a goal. Yeah, it's at least one, it's, it's almost two, I think. Yeah. Right, like, it's just, you can't, it just doesn't work that way. And it, 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 it drives me nuts right now with this team, because, like, you know, we've I talked just, I, about I, I, what I, these scenarios are. At the end of the season, how you reevaluate. There's three things. Look, like I, I said it before, the series isn't over. We're not counting anyone out. There, there have been rallies, and like you know what? Maybe this is the kind of like adversity that someone like Gallagher needs to, to you know, go hat trick in, in the playoff, and then that'll steamroll, right? However, in the event that we're saying like this felt like, well, you turned to me right as the game ended. You said it feels like the series ended. Yeah. Because there's just no gas left. We talked about before, we talk about it again, but there are certain things that the Habs have to do for next year because the one thing's for certain, they are not built to win the cup. No. They, like, just, they, they aren't there yet. They, they would basically Cinderella stories for one. They are not a team, like, for example, like a Colorado or a Tampa Bay, which are specifically designed to win the Stanley Cup. So there's a couple things that, in my mind, are must-happens. 
and, and like if all of them don't happen then you're you're gonna have this perpetually mediocre team and it just it gives me like vibes of the minnesota style style where basically they just constantly have the 15th and the 16th overall yeah. pick because they're not bad enough to tank and they're not good enough to go deep in the playoffs it's just a first round exit each yeah. year and look the, the past two drafts we had fifth overall caulfield 16th overall ghoulie now this year it'll probably be a 16th overall which is gonna be just like three years in a row where you're just really in the middle and I like it, it, it's frustrating. It's it's so frustrating. I you know I uh, with the, the goal scoring I you know and I I think we'll pivot to coaching here. Um, you know, someone's got to tell Dushim and and his staff right now that there isn't some magic formula in the line combinations. Okay, like he had nine line combinations tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think he thinks he's solved like a Sudoku puzzle yeah, or nine, something Nine like that. different combinations, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 So I think There's, the guy... You're only supposed to have four. I think the guy thinks he, he's trying to solve some, like, like some kind of word puzzle or something like that. Like, there's this one, one combination that all of a sudden you're just going to unlock all these guys, uh, you know, and they're all just going to go produce. Like, the issue here transcends line combinations, okay? Like, the reason, um, you know, you know, the reason, reason, the reason why Tatar isn't scoring isn't because of his, because he's playing with Anderson and not Gallagher. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not that. The reason why Barry's not scoring is wasn't because he was playing with and not Stahl. You know what I mean, like it, it's ridiculous that we keep thinking, and this is why we don't grow with, with this with this club. It's just because our our. They're in like a fairy tale end of like what the issues are. The issues are, are is we don't guys that can put in the net. Like that's plain and simple. Which is shocking to me because of the amount of worst goal scoring exactly. talent no, that we and brought that's up what I'm to the team. Like, I'm in the playoffs right now. We don't have guys that can put it in the net. Okay. Beginning of the season, we could clearly do it. Okay. These guys are on paper. Like if you look at the Habs on paper and you see our results right now, you'd be like, "Wow, I was not expecting that." You yeah. really, but you look at Anderson, you look at Cole, you look at Coffee, you look at Tar, you look at Gallagher. You know, you you you'd think we're insane, but the the fact of the matter is, is that there's something going on in the team, uh, irrespective of the line commissions, that it is preventing these guys just putting the puck in the net. And I and I honest to God think it is like a a a Either a play style that's being brought down, down top down, uh, that are big trying to put you know, like square pegs in circle holes, or it's um, you know playbook stuff. Like honestly, yeah, like, I, I, I I think it could also be a mix of both. Just because it, it, it's probably a mix of both, but but the, my point is is that you look at these guys on paper, and it's almost impossible to go 0 for 13 on the power play. Like, with, with NHLers like this, like, we, we, we're, not a, we're not a bad team. Like, we, we have good players. If you literally closed your eyes, looked at our, our top 12, picked five random guys and threw them on the ice, I guarantee you I could do better than 0 for 13. Well, yeah, absolutely. And that's why I'm saying, like, like on people was talking about of saying, like, stop going in with a plan at this point. Yeah. Go just do say whatever it takes. Just get the monkey off your, off your back. Get a goal. It doesn't matter who's out there. 
Like, it's these little, little fighting strategy that we've seen with the Habs. Like, for example, why was Jordan Wheel on our power play at one point? Why was Armia playing the power play at one point when you had got Suzuki and Kian Coffee not playing? Yeah, it, and, it, it's, it's insane to me. And when you observe the trend, like, once they realize that there's no one on, on the team right now that's scoring, like I was saying before, then they can maybe acknowledge the fact that, that maybe there's something else going on here because there's no way... Just by fluke, every single player on the team is is run dry. Like it, no, it's exactly. not possible. That'd be like, like statistically impossible. Exactly. So like once they they, they realize that, that you know nobody is producing right now, there has to be something else to change that isn't the lines. Like God I, damn I also it, think stop about... changing the lines, and then when he stops changing the lines. The fourth line moves to the first line. The first line moves to the well, third this is line. It. Like, like, what are you I, doing here? I also want to know like, how you feel about this. I was thinking... I I almost feel like the plan here... And this might explain the goal scoring to a certain degree. It seems as though the plan is, like, survive the Matthews line and do what we can with the remaining time. And what we end up doing is deploying our best players... To go act almost just like like neutralizers, and then throw out Saul Perry Armia and say like, all right, this is our chance to score. Yeah. And then you're basically rolling on the fourth line. There's there's two other things that I just want to mention. We're a team that like you said is built deep and built core by committee. And we've again these are things we've done before. But scoring by committee means everyone gets on the board every night. It be doesn't. One goal at night. Zero, that's zero. the thing. Thing. Oh, it it's like. We're, we're built to do one thing that we play, play completely. We play as though we have one super line. And our super line is Perry, Stahl, and an Army. <laughs> That's the other thing. And then the third thing I just wanted to bring up, bring up is, is I, I said that to you before, I think it just, it, 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 it's an image for people who are picturing what, at least, I, I think the problem is. Most, if not all, of the top teams in the league have one line of superstar stars and then bottom nine they don't have what the habs have and i i think it's the inverse the habs have a top nine with a bottom three versus a top three with the bottom nine and the way that works in terms of like the house to put it in terms of the like lethality of the offense is, is i'm going to use colorado because it's the easiest example mcdinnon landis cog and Randon go out out there they do their thing. If they don't score, they get off the ice. The next three shifts just completely abuse the other team. Now, it doesn't mean it's a bunch of grinders. Like, you've got guys like Pirakovsky, and you've got guys... Yeah, yeah, caught up early hits. Right, but, but you know what I mean? They're out there, not, not killing the clock, but they are, to a certain degree, more power forwards and two-way forwards, if you want to think about it, that are built on that bottom nine. Their fourth line and their second line, for example, a lot more homogenous than the first line. Whereas we have that homogenous system from one to three. And I think, like, that's that's where, you, you know, you can notice the difference between Colorado's first line and second. You can notice us the difference between, what, the third and the fourth line, almost. Like, it's, it's just so different. Even look at, you know, um, Toronto, for example. They have... One, one they really deploy, and like obviously, Felino's injured, Travis is injured. It's it's different, but you still know Matthews, Marner's, Hyman is the line, like the the guys, guys, and then the, the those lines and score. 
but deployed almost like strategically depending. It's almost yeah. the opposite of what we do, whereas our top line is used as, as essentially like a barrier. Yeah, that was going to be my my next point too, is like, you know, lock down Matthews and Murray basically to basically as, as good as we can. I mean, Matthews has points in one game this series, so one in four games. Yeah, um, but, but we'll undergo. But the thing is, is like, you know, you, you still have, you know, I, I I think what surprised me most in this season is actually how deep Toronto is. Like, t- their their depth is actually a lot stronger than I thought it was. And, um, you, you know, like, going down to Kerfoot and, you know, um, you know, Nylander's, Nylander's really set up. I mean, you know, four goals in four games. Uh, he's got, you know, Nylander, you know, we're at the point now where William Nylander has as many points as the Montreal Canadiens do in the playoffs. So. Yeah. Um, you know, something's got to change. I mean, I, I think, you know, we're going to go into more depth in the off season. Hopefully that's not, you know, soon. But, um, you know, we're going to try to figure something out and kind of give our best uh, take on where to go from here and here. But I do just want to say one thing about Toronto's depth. I don't think it's as good as it comes across against us. I think they're playing Winnipeg if whoever wins is going to play Winnipeg in the next round. That's when you'll see if their depth is worth it or if ours is worth it or not. Winnipeg's eggs deep hits hard. Yeah. And right. my, my point is, is, though, is that just statistically their, their, their depth is killing us. That's what I'm saying against uh, I, us. I'm saying we're the problem in that one. I don't even think Toronto depth is going to be going to be perfect. It's average at best. Yes. So I'm just... I'm no, no, no. I, I, don't think it, I don't think it's terrific. I just think it, it's... It's um, about average or, or just slightly above, okay. whereas like like most people, including us, going to this series, said that their their depth is just trash. Yeah, you know, and I'm like I, you know, we have you know goals from Setsa, we have goals from Thornton, we have you know, on, on our guys aren't scoring. Yeah, that's the point. So, um, you know, it's very frustrating. I I just I just hope that um, you know I it, it, it's always tough to see the guys come that that strong in, in game one. And then uh, fizzle out, right? Just see it peter out so quickly. I, I, I just, I, I didn't see the intensity tonight right off the first shift, you know. And um, I see us holding back on the hits, um, and it, it's just, you know, it's just discouraging because you know there's a clear fix to this one, you know. You know, in the in, in, last year before that, you know, there was clear gaping holes in what was going on here. Uh, with this with this roster, you know, there's there's no clear clear gaping holes. Like I said, you look at the team on paper, like, they got they got the back goalie, they got the starter goalie, they got the defenseman, they got a bunch of score, they got a bunch of guys who are capable of scoring thirty goals, and uh, no one can score. So uh, no clear fix. And there's there's also you know, the guys that I do need, which are you know forty goal scores, forty five goal scores. Uh, you know, those guys don't just like come out of the blue. Like no. you can't just, like. Just because we need one doesn't mean we can just go get one. I yeah, mean, like, the, exactly. These, these things are... So, uh, let me just double-check. Do you think to win hockey, you need to score goals? Yeah, I think we need to score more than zero goals. Yeah. I'd submit your resume to the Canadians yeah. then, because I think you're thinking of ways that are just, you know, Ducharme. 40 chess compared to... <laughs> Ducharme must be, uh, you know, feeling... Yeah, I don't think he does, honestly. I, I really don't think he knows where he is, to be honest. The way I have to watch is... I'm surprised they didn't pan up the Bergevin today. I wish they, they did. I don't think he was at the game. I think he stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, day off, and then we play Thursday. Yeah. Two days off then. Or what day is no, it today? Today's Tuesday. Chaos. Yeah. So day off, 
that we, that we played today in Toronto, down 3-1. One yeah. thing we asked so we gotta, them for. We gotta win three in a row. Tomorrow, like, really take the day and just get like, kind of like zen at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the what strat would be would be for tomorrow. I, I uh... personally, I what I would want is like, if I'm if I'm a player anyway, is like I would want our flight to Toronto to, to be like ideally tonight. Yeah. And just like spend literally. I'm not even kidding. Like 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 just completely focused. If you have to wear your beats all day with just yeah. white noise and sit there and just like like let it just ferment and get angry and get hype and just like, like let it, and then like a long sleep, just like let everyone just kind of get ready. It's like literally like you're going to war. Yeah, and uh, with that one practice session, what are you practicing? Uh, absolute power play. Yeah. Uh, almost, I don't want to almost. Like I, I almost want to say like you guys are not getting power play time. I'm, you're, you're doing it like on the fly. Yeah, I. Like you're going full Bill O'Reilly. Just yeah. like well, we'll do it live. You know, I, I, I what did you go for fourteen? Or for they, they went over fourteen. Yeah, so over for fourteen. I honestly don't think that's forgivable. Like that's um, you know, just guys, just think about if you scored on. Uh, our, our power play percent, very average. Let's say if say it was yeah ten percent, fifteen percent, like a terrible power play, like ten per ten ten fifteen percent power play, like like you're not doing too well. That's on the lead. That's, that's on the lead. lead. But just imagine we had that. Yeah. Okay. And, and what I mean is is relative to our amount of goals we have now. Keep in mind we have four goals. Okay, so like a crappy happy power play right now would, would increase our goal count by roughly fifty percent. Yeah. Okay, so like this is how important it is to capitalize on these opportunities. You can tell it's almost embarrassing too that every time the Leafs draw a penalty, they almost don't care. Like if you look at Sheldon Keefe now, the beginning, beginning of the series, he's taking his mask off, screaming at refs. Now he you know, takes his mask off a little bit, calls the ref over, asks him a few questions. That's it, because he doesn't care. No. He knows we're not going to do anything. Exactly. We, we got we to punish them. and uh, They, they, they got to practice that tomorrow and you know, really just change up the strategy because... Yeah. Uh, you know, clearly something is not clicking. So we'll catch you guys Thursday in the pregame game show. Hopefully we're in a better mood. And uh, we'll obviously different line combinations for you guys on Thursday. That's First why we're not going to record it. Tatar, Byron Gallagher. Yeah. Second line will be Suzuki, Caulfield, and uh, Romanov. Yeah, we, yeah, we might record something tomorrow just to see, have a, a pregame. Um, but uh, just because we kind of might want to, I might want to like, like look at the lineups at practice. Just yeah. to just to see what it looks like. We'll see if they, they practice tomorrow. They yeah. might just give them the day off. I I can't see how I could remotely possible. Yeah, but 0 for 14. Can you see that being remotely possible? <laughs> if if you give the Montreal Canadiens a day off right now with four goals, I just don't put anything past. Just try to I don't. I and I fully I believe, believe he might call it a travel day. I think he might call it a travel day purely because he doesn't want to skate. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Anyway. God damn. All right. We'll take it easy, guys. We'll catch you in our pregame. Thank you for listening to the Habs Puck Drop podcast. You can email us your thoughts, questions, and suggestions through our email at habspuckdrop at gmail.com or direct message us on Instagram at habspuckdrop. We'll see you next time.